Hello, you guys, and welcome to the Daily Slay Show, where we come together to slay your life. I'm Jamie King, aka The Slay Coach, and I am a mom of three with anxiety and ADHD who's built a multi-seven-figure business without a college degree. I'm here to slay in the trenches with you. I'm not here to fix you. I'm here to help you fix yourself. Now, I am on a mission to document progress, not perfection, and to share the messy in between in hopes to help you make your mess your message. Now, I can't promise that every day will be a win, but I can promise that the only way for you to lose is to quit. So if you can commit to yourself, I promise to commit to you here. Let's do this and let's slay 2023. What's up, you guys? Let's talk about managing your emotions if you're neurodivergent or have ADHD. So This is a super important conversation because if you are like me and you're a bit too much and you are all over the place, then I want you to know and understand that it's normal. Like, I want you to understand how, when your brain is wired differently, how it affects your feelings. And so, if you have ADD, ADHD, you might have rejection sensitivity dysphoria. So you might be predisposed to getting easily frustrated, being super sensitive to things, or have a tendency to get down on yourself, be sensitive to criticism, feel sad. Not that all humans don't have these feelings. We all experience a wide range of emotions. But what rejection sensitivity can often turn into is paranoia. It can turn into jumping to conclusions they don't like me. I'm not good enough. I did wrong. Did I say the wrong thing? Why did I do that? That was weird. Don't be weird. Why were you weird? It can put you on edge. And so in my feelings, now this is not a scientific fact. This is not me saying that I am an expert at this. But as I get to know my own body and get really good in my own body, what I've realized about myself is that I have a lot of sensations that I have a sensory overload. And so I feel things very deeply, including down to my taste buds are super sensitive. So like my smell is sensitive. My hearing before I had a tumor in my ear was sensitive. I have always been hyper in tune with my surroundings. And so some people might call that being an empath or intuitive or whatever. But I think that the way that my brain is wired affects how deeply I feel things. When I learned that other people didn't feel things as deeply as I did, I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. Maybe that's why I'm overwhelmed or maybe that's why I'm easily triggered or maybe that's why I experience rejection so deeply and other people can just move on. Maybe that's why I had attachment issues growing up. And so I want you to understand that whatever you're feeling in the way that you feel it is okay. And that's what I want you to take away from this episode. My feelings are okay. And my feelings are valid. And my feelings matter. And I'm not too much. And I'm not too emotional for the right people in my life. But what you can do is for me is get to know your feelings better. Have 
having a sense of self-awareness and knowing my own crazy and also (laughs) communicating my own crazy with the people around me that say, oh, hey, if I'm feeling paranoid or if I am feeling overly sensitive, I'll say, hey, I'm actually feeling this way. It could just be my own, you know, rejection sensitivity. It could be just my own hypersensitivity. This is what I'm feeling. I'm, I'm feeling this and here's why. Is this a valid feeling or am I being, you know, hypersensitive? And I always, when I am in relationships or friendships or business relationships with people that are different than me, that don't have highly expressed emotions, I literally just make sure, and this is like my coping mechanism, right? Like this is how I cope with it, is I just communicate, is I I explain, but not like in an apologetic way. I said, it's not me saying I'm sorry. It's me helping other people understand how I work. Because once I understood that not everyone thinks like me, I help people understand and communicate that, hey, maybe not everyone feels things the way that you do or thinks things the way that you do. Here's my take on it. Here's what I experience when this happens or when things like that happen. This is what I experience. And so just having the ability and the bravery to step up into my power and say, hey, here's what I need to feel good in this relationship or this friendship. Here's how this personally affected me, whether there was intent or not. This is how this personally affected me. Here's what I would like. And then the ask. So <laughs> like calling out nonverbal or nonviolent communication is super important in dealing with relationships. And I'll do a whole nother episode on that. But first and foremost, I just wanted to help others understand that they weren't alone in this. And I don't know that there's a way to quote unquote, get over this. Now I've read articles about there's some trials of medications that have like a one in three chance of helping with that. Sometimes stimulants can over increase your sensitivity versus decreasing it. And so this is not a, oh, let's take a pill and fix it kind of thing. This is a getting to know yourself better vibe. So if you are and how I'm teaching and navigating my kids that have ADHD, because it's often genetic and passed down, um, they struggle with regulating their emotions. So I'm teaching emotional regulation techniques to my children. I'm putting them in environments where they are growing their muscles for praise, rejection, feedback. I'm putting them in sports. I'm teaching them how to be coachable. I am also making sure that I'm putting them in safe environments where the feedback where the people that are giving the feedback know how to administer feedback in a way that is easily receivable for someone like my children. And so like my son, for example, he came and said, my teacher's mad at me because I broke the ruler. (laughs) And I was like, I don't think she is, buddy. It's just like a dollar ruler. I don't think she's mad. I think she just said, no big deal. Replace it. She's like, but, 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 and he goes off about why his teacher is mad at him. He's like freaking out about it. And and I'm reassuring him, but also I just ask for clarification. And so instead of jumping to conclusions, I teach my kids to communicate how they're feeling, ask for clarification before jumping to conclusions, and to understand this is a normal part of an ADHD or neurodivergent brain. We often feel things differently. We're triggered in different ways. We are overly sensitive. We have sensory processing issues. And so just helping him get to know how his brain works and helping myself get to know how my brain works 
and using the tools of communication to better navigate the neuronormal, neurotypical world has been the saving grace for myself and my family. Because once we can get down to the bottom or the root cause of where these feelings are come from, often it's just a misunderstanding. And, and then the healing can begin or the overreacting can stop when you understand, oh, this isn't what that was. And so always asking, because I know a lot of my ADHD fam tend to be people pleasers because we tend to put ourselves in places where we're afraid of being rejected. So we say yes to things that we should not say yes to. And so I think learning boundaries and setting boundaries for yourself is huge if you are someone that struggles with um, being overly sensitized or overly emotional for certain situations. So now there are other ways that you could have, or there's other reasons for rejection sensitivity dysphoria. It's not just ADHD. It's just one thing. It could be trauma. It could be, I don't know. I'm not a psychological expert. I do have lots of coaching certifications and I've studied thought work for years, but I do know that there's no one size that fits all package. So this isn't really an episode of here's my solution for this. I'm teaching you or I'm talking about how I navigate it and how I navigate that with my children. So I hope this was helpful in just learning how to communicate and learning how to get in touch with yourself and ask yourself, like be really in your body and just say, what do I need right now? How can I sit with my emotions right now? Is this ultimately true or am I making up a crazy fantasy story? tail in my head (laughs) because nine times out of 10, that's what it is. But I hope that you hear this episode and know that you're not alone. And yeah, if you think this is helpful, please share this with someone today who might need to hear this message. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Leave me a review. I would so, so much appreciate that. And I will also send you a great gift of a pop socket and we will have the link in the show notes. I love you. And I will slay you again later. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You guys, please remember to go download all of the new episodes all at once. And once you've done that, fill out the form in the link in our show notes, and we are going to send you a little sleigh goodie bag. That's right, for free. The first 100 people to leave a review and download all these episodes is going to get a pop socket and a little gift from me. A little surprise. I can't tell you what it is yet. Shipped to you, everyone in the United States that does this, we are shipping it out for free. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you feel called and want an extra entry into a giveaway for a hundred dollar gift card, please tag us on social media and you can tag me at the Slay Coach and Jamie Jocelyn King and the Slay School. Either one will enter you into an hundred dollar Amazon gift card and we appreciate you so much for listening and I will slay you again later.